welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about emotional spiraling. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I am so excited to share this concept with y'all that I've been thinking a lot about, and I think it'll be very, very helpful for you guys. But first, it is listener shout-out time. So I wanted to share a review from um, Silly11150, but she wrote, this podcast is the best podcast I have ever listened to. The reason why is because the coach, Mikkel, she's very inspirational and uses examples that have happened to her and things that we can all relate to. She's truly awesome. Thank you so much. I thought that was that was really, really sweet. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about emotional spiraling. Now, what what even is that? What do I mean when I say that? Um, this is something I have noticed in myself and in clients and friends and family members where what happens sometimes um, is we our brains get very dramatic (laughs) and we have emotions and then we start having more negative emotions and more negative emotions and like all these thoughts piling on top of each other and kind of the sense of trying to solve 101 problems all at once and your sense of overwhelm and despair is just like compounding on itself and all your feelings are kind of building up and you're about to like burst. (laughs) And I hope that this makes sense the way I'm explaining it, but it's something I've dealt with. Um, I'm a big fan of thought work and being able to recognize your thinking and change it. I think that there is a lot of power in that. But sometimes what happens is we can get too in our heads about things. And Thinking does not help in the moment because we are so emotional and we're not thinking rationally and everything is like feeling like a disaster. And, you know, like our our brain, I've compared to like a toddler. It's kind of like a little kid just throwing this tantrum and looking at the kid, you can see like you are not being rational right now at all. (laughs) And you can try to reason with the toddler and explain like, hey, you know, this is why we have to go to bed. Like, you know, it's, it's good for you. It'll help you be happy. You know, like you can try and explain all those things to a little kid pitching a fit, but they're just gonna get more and more upset with you talking to them, right? Like that is not gonna help them at all in that moment. And sometimes when we get upset, this is kind of what we do is we try to like talk ourselves through it. But we are just so dramatic and irrational in our minds that we talking ourselves through it and like thinking about it are just making it worse and worse and worse and frustrating ourselves even more, just like that toddler. Now, the best thing I think that we can do is remember, we don't want to make decisions from that kind of place. You don't want to decide things or act out of that very heightened emotional state like that's that's not where you want to come from with your decisions and actions and you know it's it's an emotion that I think the best way to process 
is to distract yourself. <laughs> and I had to explain that because I realized that might kind of sound confusing. But when you talk to a toddler that's being super rational and throwing a fit, sometimes the best thing you can do is say like, hey, like, let's not think about that toy that you can't play with. Like, here's this toy. Like, let's play with this one. And you kind of just let them forget about the other toy. Sometimes we have to do that with our brain. We have to distract our brain from the thing that it's getting so worked up about. And the key to that is really getting out of our head and into our bodies and stop thinking so much about everything. So first of all, giving yourself permission to feel your emotions. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because, you know, I just talked about our emotions like building up. A lot of times when our emotions build up like that, it's because we're not giving ourselves permission to just feel them. When you feel an emotion, you notice it, you name it, and you notice where it is in your body. And there's an immediate sense of relief in just noticing what you're experiencing physically from that instead of just like pushing it away and not wanting to feel it and then just builds and builds and builds until you're like crying for hours. (laughs) So giving yourself permission to just feel the emotion you're feeling. Again, not thinking about it too much, but just notice like, oh, my chest feels really tight when I'm sad and my throat feels tight and my stomach has this like sinking feeling, just noticing it. Um, Noticing the sensations you're experiencing. Um, Noticing like what the air feels like. What are things you're smelling? I am a big fan of getting outside. Take a walk. Physically start moving your body. Notice what the ground feels like under your feet. What are the colors of the trees? What does the sun feel like on your skin? Just really focusing on physically what you're experiencing instead of just like getting so caught up mentally in this problem. And another one I think that is awesome is reading a book it can be super calming, especially sometimes we're so caught up in the own, our own story that our brain is telling us that we aren't able to step back and realize like this is just a story my mind is getting worked up about. And so it helps to distract us with like another story, like read um, a fantasy book or read a something that feels motivational, maybe even just listening to this podcast, just something to kind of pull your brain away from the problem. Because the thing is, your brain really can't solve the problem right now. It's way too worked up. So just give it a chance to relax and calm down. You can come back to it later. It's not a big deal. And reminding yourself everything's going to be okay. You're fine. You're safe. Just like you would do for a little kid. You're good. And As you do this and you're able to get yourself to a calmer place, you'll find that you're able to come back to your problems later with a fresher perspective and be able to actually be productive in solving it versus like just being so consumed in what's bothering you and your thoughts just being, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm stuck or this isn't working. Nothing's working. Everything's falling apart. Instead, when you allow yourself to calm down, you can come back and actually have ideas about how you can solve the problem and how you can think differently about it. But first, the key to that is stopping the emotional spiral. 
rather than allowing yourself to just get so deep down in this discouragement that you hit rock bottom and you feel stuck, but allowing yourself to kind of, as you start noticing that, of feeling more and more frustrated and sad of being able to pause and say, wait a sec, we're going to take a break, brain. <laughs> and doing that, I think, is one of the most powerful emotional skills you can have to be able to stop your emotional spirals before you can really start going up rather than just spiraling down and getting stuck in that. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.